Beatles But you see me again interested Too much time I've invested and dare them borrow For me to be lending out minutes on thoughts that consume be diminished That's smart, that's hollow Same guy today and tomorrow, integrity's all that I follow Don't get me wrong, I still slip up regular But I don't look for no sorrow Looking to get chances, yeah tech and convert Stand up, not murmur and wallow and things don't land at your feet But for some that's so hard to swallow Yo, I'm in the conversion state See this for the year of conversion mate I want money in all sorts of countries Get me clued up on conversion rates Some need to start converting Hey, are we listening or are we all learning? Great, if this business then talk up properly Teachers, I ain't concerned with shade I'm in the conversion state See this for the year of conversion mate I want money in all sorts of countries Get me clued up on conversion rates Some need to start converting Hey, are we listening or are we all learning? Great, if this business Business, then talk up properly, heaters, I ain't concerned with shade. Chances like Sam Thierry on reading his prime See all of this talking business is dead Why we living our lives online? I ain't caged them about Why would I make a conscious choice just to stay confined? I've been proven wrong so many times But I've grown in the years gone by, that's fine I ain't some tall minded, overly blinded, egotistical guy See if we can start thinking about others' visions And not just what we've got in our sides Then we might start moving rationally Cool, let's charge up the battery, give it some life Dead with all the conversing It's time to do the converting <laughs>
get some pussy well clean shave. Gunshot, be a glider. A man can run that one oh, some boy. Bad man, no big friend from way back grass when. Haskell 45 make some boy face all bend. What? Then don't want this bad man.
fun Boys like me and then they try run Like a thief in the night Try what me and see if you don't die All your mother see if she don't cry See if you don't fall Right for them tall Taller than fall Boom up the mall Inform a police them go call Pussy Cause we not take talking Right for class that's a barking Wipe them up without asking We cut them from the water thing Yo, cause we not take talk Right for class that's a bark Wipe them up without ask Talking. Tell us how I keep walking. Put me heart in, yeah, me put me all in. 
When them can't take non-stop work When them boy them are stalling No work breaks and them why their levels are falling Me ever show them about high level barring When I real None of them why got skill Me ever keep it real Me the business how them I feel Me ever show them the deal Chart up and tryna make that meal So me ever craft daily work like crazy None of them why are ready for me steal
Go!
What's up, everyone? This is Jonathan, uh, aka Eagle Def. We're here with Ether. What's good, man? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having uh, me on. Uh, nice to have you, man. Glad to uh, have you back on the show. It's been a while. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, man. It's been a while, man. It's good to see y'all grow. Yeah. So, what have you been up to lately? Well, took a little break. Uh, basically, just had a uh, computer issues, um, but uh, just got back into the swing of things. So. Had fun recording this mix, included uh, a new original. So just been working from the ground up um, using basically just, uh, what is it, native logic. So no okay, plugins, nice. nothing like that. So all the new stuff for a while is just going to be all logic, which is pretty sweet, actually. That's cool because you actually get to learn your whole your whole DAW now instead of just using exactly. third-party plugins. Exactly. And I mean, I, I learned it in the beginning, but I got carried away with the plugins and uh Till I can get a computer that can run all the stuff I already have, then mm-hmm. um, it's gonna have fun running with native for now. Okay, nice. Man. That, yeah, just uh, mixing, just having fun mixing in the background, uh, getting tuned some people, and just trying to keep my ear to the keep my ear to the scene. You know. Do you have any uh, upcoming shows or anything like that? No, nothing planned. Nothing planned, but uh, down to play. <laughs> i hear that one man <laughs> any uh venues you're hoping to play this year oh you know the black box is always one of my favorites um nice. you know if we can switch it up to some other spots i'd be down but i'm always happy to play the black box with that great sound have you ever I'm been picky. out to the uh to the sugar cube i have not what town's that in that's uh it's in denver it's not that far from me i wolf um okay. but it's it's ran by the people who do um awaken the night and yeah. so they have the uh, function one barrels in there and uh, yeah and they're amped and that's probably one of the best sound systems i've heard in a venue i was like dude this this shit slaps okay i'm gonna have to go check that out for sure yeah it's a it's a membership only place um i mean yeah. the membership was it, it isn't expensive i mean you you still have to get you know tickets for shows but I like I like that it was a membership only thing. It was it was nice, and then Absolutely. like you can bring your own drinks also. So okay, okay, that's yeah. tight. Yeah. So um, I know you got a uh, a side project in the works. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, the the Ulmo. Yeah, <laughs> Ulmo is just kind of like my electronic. Uh, you know, no rules. Have fun, just doing whatever. Uh, project. So it's a uh, you know just my thing that. Kind of nice. just keep my ideas fresh, I would say, for, you know, for the ether, which is more restrained to one 140. Okay, so you're using that one to make more, like, electro and, and other stuff? Yeah, just basically where ether stays uh, 140 for the most part, 140, 174 type stuff, I would say Ulmo is everything else. Okay, oh yeah, man. So what made you want to want to really do, like, another project for the most part? Well, instead going of just keeping to, it under uh, one name, I think it was, oh gosh, because I like, for instance, one of the funny things about me is when I pick a name for a tune, I really want it to represent something so I can sometimes spend a day or two just trying to name a tune so that it has a, a meaning and, a, you know, a vibe that people kind of can see. And uh, when I started Ether, I just, everyone's used to the sound of 140. Um, I would say adventures as far as 174, 160 type uh, devil or halftime, if you want to do that. Uh, but the same sound design is pretty consistent. 
where Ulmo is basically there's just there's no consistency. It's kind of I can do what I want. So that's just a fun project. Nice. So that's kind of how that came out, just to kind of have another outlet. So were you working on music before, like starting electronic music, or were you just, or did you just get into it because you know you went to shows and you and you liked what you heard? Oh uh, no, man! Actually, it's funny. I grew up in New Mexico, where uh, my sister got older sister who had a lot of uh, great hip hop, great taste in hip hop. So I was exposed to that real early, and uh, always enjoyed that. And then my parents were into the metal, so eventually. I eventually got a drum set, so playing drums and guitar led me to music in general. For the Did first you play in any bands or anything? No, um, I jammed with my friends who were actually way more talented than I, so it was almost ridiculous at times to keep up. Um, one of my friends actually toured with Ozzy for a while. Oh, nice. Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. Uh, at our age, to have done that was crazy. Because yeah, I think right? this is like 16. So, uh, yeah, no... Um, and then Do I they still make music, the, the, music? Your friend? Hardly, hardly. He's he's more of a businessman now. Okay. But nice. uh, but yeah, man. No, so uh, I actually didn't like electronic music, which is the funniest part, because I didn't for lack of understanding. Um, and it was pretty much a Montauban noise that got me into producing the electronic. And it was because drums, you know, just the use of the drum and bass and a Montauban's natural use of the drums and. Noise is ridiculous use of the drums. Oh, yeah, definitely. Almond Tobin was probably one of the best shows I've, I've ever seen it live. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, I got yeah, to see he's, the he's uh, the uh, Islam 2.0 at uh, Wakarusa, I think in like 2014. Amazing. And yes. It was so sick, dude. It, it, it was like watching a movie with just like oh, cool yeah. music. Absolutely. I can't even imagine how cool I was. I watched the opera, the recorded opera house one. It looks so sick. Yeah, I always show people that that video whenever like I bring up Amontoban and I'm like, you gotta see this. You, yeah, you just people gotta don't see know, it. dude. That shit's a whole different level of expression of music. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wish that that project would come back and, and oh, would do I would more never of... miss it. Oh god, I missed the first round and I didn't think it was gonna come back around. And then they did 2.0, but I was just going through some times and didn't yeah, make it now out. He's so, doing a... so if it happens again, I'm going. But... Yeah, he's doing uh, yeah. two fingers now, if I'm not mistaken. Two right? fingers. He's done a couple other projects, just kind of like rock band stuff, which is amazing. Um, one of the albums, Figurora, Figurora, I think it's called, mm -hmm. has amazing song. It's like Weather Girl, I think. Yeah, Figurora and Amon Tobin. And yeah, Weather Girl, stuff like that. So he does, he's just all over. And I was just, appreciate him for being able to just be the boss in every genre yeah <laughs> he's like oh cool i'll fuck with this and it's the best shit i've ever heard <laughs> so i know like a like a few years ago you were um, teaching a little bit as well right teaching i mean i definitely would say anytime i could around anyone who was open to learning i love sharing any kind of production knowledge or anything i've learned there's yeah, so many that, great artists around here to to just kick it with and and learn from and share knowledge with. It's pretty easy to feel like that. So, what are um, some artists at the moment that you know keep you inspired? Oh, you know, classic classic tricycle box, of course. Uh, you know, DMBU has been pretty mind blowing lately. Uh, it's always a shout out to the homies because that's pretty much when it comes to electronic music. I would say I listen to homies. 
and then my you know how we have our standard what we listen to yeah um when i'm producing more i tend to keep my ear more to what's going on to kind of make sure i'm at least at the level i would say um i don't know i'm pretty into the the competition type vibe no i (laughs) hear you competition is good though it drives me and so when i hear an amazing sectra or tricycle box team i'm like oh let me get my ass making some sounds because that's that shit you know anytime so yeah that's for me that's you know that's pretty awesome yeah and it's always good to you know have a little friendly competition as well because it helps you push you and push the other person as well absolutely absolutely is there any up-and-coming artists that you're like interested in um i'm pretty stoked to see uh basuda going out here and uh just kicking a lot of ass right now just a lot of releases coming out for him i got to uh include them in the mix which is pretty sick i got a couple of them forthcoming fat kid on fire nice a couple bits off of that pretty sure i i think i played the collab with dollar one as well fire and is that gonna be out this year you know uh it is it is it should be out pretty soon actually nice man yeah so that one's uh that one's a good one um you know, Dalek One's out here putting, I call him 10 tunes a day, Tanner, because he be putting out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, actually he's, have. He's always just been working. In the inbox now, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, ju- I just got this one from yesterday. You know how he is. So you got to <laughs> love it. You got to love it. So I know like you do, like you like to research a lot of stuff like in, into music. And I know you're extremely picky with music as, as yeah. well. Absolutely. Is there like any books or anything like that that you've been interested in? Like, uh, I know you do a lot of uh, just kind of learning more than producing. I would, I would say, yeah, right. No, uh, I mean, ever since the whole computer issue, because what's going on right now is my my new Mac, the 2015, just started to shut off just mm. whenever it wants. So I'd be mid project and the damn thing will restart. And uh, I can't have that. So till I can get that one, I'm on my older 2011 Mac, just having fun using Native. Okay. So, um, but yeah, as far as like what I've been keeping busy with, mostly, man, you know, I've just been on some weird shit with philosophy and shit. I haven't even been on the music shit as much. <laughs> you put you put Call of Duty down finally and I, started I to get back to music. Managed to get myself off of Call of Duty, and that is exactly where the time goes now is to the music. So <laughs> I should definitely have an EP out pretty soon. I would hopefully like to get something to uh, sublimated sound eventually. Okay. What's uh? So. What's what's um. Uh special about their label that you want to get something on there very badly uh basically they've just always supported and uh just seeing them to stay consistent throughout the times the years pretty good to see and uh just a general respect for somebody who's shown support since the beginning for me yeah and and that's sometimes kind of hard you know you get the you get the support in the beginning but a lot of times it doesn't continue so that's that's always really nice to see absolutely <clears throat> yeah, yeah so- man. and then eventually some i'm um, looking to do some more band camp because you can't never hurts to make some money okay are you are you planning on doing like a subscription or are you just um putting up just oh, it, solo it would just releases? Be a release yeah and uh eventually you know i would like to do a self a vinyl self-release which would be sweet i got the tunes picked out it's just a matter of time okay yeah well, so yeah you should probably definitely 
do something like um uh, um uh, what's that what's that one thing not a GoFundMe. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, you could do like the pre-order things, though. Yeah, you that's what I was thinking of. But that's yeah. what I was thinking of. You know, I know making the pre-orders about. and then you know having a little that site. But yeah, so that it's crowdfunded, basically. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. A crowdfund. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the no, word just would not come to me. No, those are great. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, that would be a great idea. Honestly, I've actually bought some really cool artwork to do do those uh, programs basically <clears throat> and dark art to be exact pretty sweet stuff oh nice yeah but uh and actually stand dark art classic throwback uh i use his artwork for my ulmo project and back in the day killian used to use it, it was one of his first ones for uh tricycle project for everyone who don't know the piece he uses artwork too it's pretty sweet stuff okay them dark so, scribbly dark lines i love it so i'm, I'm guessing like you and you and tricycle pox are, are pretty good friends oh no i mean i i've always like you know enjoyed his music um i wouldn't say we're that close but i mean always positive interactions good good yeah, long time such a small through the community. scene for sure you yeah, know in a small community especially with i know you make some uh you know noise and distorted stuff as well um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's nice to you know chat with each other because it's not very yeah. many people doing that. Exactly. Yeah, that's where you know I love talking to John and hearing his insight on what's cool because they got you know they're they're pretty keen with what's going on and what's current. I would say more than me. Yeah, and, and so John's that's, now in a in a band now, right? Yeah, yeah. He's doing and John uh, Sector. Yeah, he's doing band stuff. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, so so uh, what do you like to do like outside of you know making music besides playing call of duty oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit. till i get my ps5 oh my god uh you know i'll be drawing um i love the mixing i got the xd xj xdj xz which is pretty <laughs> sick you know which enables me to now just listen to my records Cause I don't know if y'all know, but I've been collecting records for a while without a record player. Yeah, I don't have so, one either. So when I finally got one, which now you know, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Now, do you have a uh, a couple of your own songs on vinyl at the moment? I do. I got the well-rounded release with uh, Jackson Bloom. It was oh, his nice. tune on the on the A side, and then uh, I had uh, Ghost. On the B side, which is uh, pretty sweet because it was Jackson's first release as well, which is pretty sweet. Um, nice. Another side story is I had known Jackson for many years under different aliases we used to talk. And then uh, he stopped using that alias and I never knew what happened, only for him to come out of nowhere with a new alias and release on vinyl with me. <laughs> And, like, he messaged me later on. He's like, yo, do you remember this alias? Like, we used to talk years ago. And I was like, shut the fuck up. It was the same guy. Like, that's, just, that's a small fucking world that we both get our first release together like that. I couldn't believe it. That's tight. It so how, cool. uh, how long have you been working on music for? Uh, 2018, I think, is when I got my Mac. Um, so I would say the Ether Project started in 2018. Okay. And, and was it was it always just ether or, or did you yeah, start as ether, a different name? 
Nah, it's always ether. That shit came from the rave days. From uh, before I was producing, I'd go to these raves. First rave was Global Dance. Okay. No, no, first rave was Caffeine. Oh shit. Was that in uh, New Mexico? No, that was out here at uh, Fat City in Littleton, Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, God damn, that was a long time ago. Yeah, 2006, man. So I would be going to these little raves, and I had people. Uh, I would go see who were DJing back when, before I was into it like that. Who would go play the shows like uh, Revan Pariah? Shout out him. He was uh, the guy who taught me logic. Taught me lots of the stuff I know. I used to just sit there watching him produce tracks and. Uh, you know, when you're that young and you kind of get to see people make sounds like that with no rules, you can do whatever you want. It was pretty sweet coming from playing guitar and playing drums. Yeah. So to see, you know, I don't got to deal with my bandmates anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I, can, I mean, that's that's what Thundercat did. <laughs> Thundercat yeah. was in a band and he went solo and now he's, he's blowing he's up. He's amazing, man. Yes, I love he really dude. is. Do you mm-hmm. know, um, do you know who Mono Neon is also? I have not heard of him. You should definitely check out Mono Neon. He's kind of, it kind of reminds me of Thundercat, but he's like his, his basis remind me a little bit more of Jimi Hendrix though. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. He's all, he's also a, a lefty basis, which is okay. pretty rare. Yeah, it is. Okay. I'll have to check that out for sure. So well, where did the, uh, the name ether come from? <laughs> well, uh, pretty simple story really. Um, I was pretty wild when I was younger, and there was a guy in an ether bunny suit. If anyone remembers, throw back the Aslan. That's an old school rave spot, and uh, homeboy just had tons of ether, and I had tons as well as a young lad, as a young lad. And so, as all the homies seeing that I got wrecked off that shit, they were. I was just that was the rave name for everyone for me. It, so it just, it just stuck with the with the it DJ stuck. name. Absolutely. <laughs> and so by the time I started producing, I said, well, this is the same scene. It's the same shit. So, and my shit's pretty toxic. <laughs> yeah. And you you being from uh, New Mexico and whatnot, what brought you out to Colorado? Well, I was actually born out here. And then I grew up out, out uh, there till I was what, like 13 or something. Okay. What brought you so, back? yeah. Oh, uh, my mom got some money and I could afford to live out here. De- yeah, Colorado definitely is expensive. And I- yeah, yeah. And it's kind of funny looking back saying that because uh, where we're at now compared to those times. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Outrageous right now. I used to pay, I think, what, 740 something, 750 for like two beds, two baths, whatever. Back in the day, now you double that. Yeah, good luck. You're good lucky. luck finding you're that lucky. out here. You're looking at at least like 17 or more. Right, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Fortunately, that's just the economy we live in right now. Yeah, so I, you know, right now, it just goes right into it where I've just been working a lot. You know what I mean? Just trying to take care of stuff, make sure I got everything else settled in life, so uh, I can be making music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you don't want it to feel like a, a full time job where you you know you're stressing about you know about making this music. Yeah, we'll see, and that's kind of what it got to for a little while. So it's been real nice to take a break. Yeah, and that's that's always good to come back to. Also, it's just nice. Yeah, remember why you started in the first place, just because you love it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, when we first started making music, it it was all just extremely fun because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We were just pressing stuff and coming up with things. And now that we know, you know, you know what to do and you know different techniques and stuff like that, it kind of feels a little less fun and forced in a way. 
Oh yeah. And you know, it's like, it's a lot more fun, obviously in the first few years where you're just having explosions of growth versus the, the harder growth it takes to get on from the later stages. You know what I mean? Definitely. And, and then oh. also the, the, the concept of, you know, keeping your name relevant, you know, by putting exactly. out constant releases versus back in the day where you could, you know, put out a release every two or three years, but, nowadays you can't do that otherwise you're just gonna oh kind of yeah drop you're off. falling yeah you're out into the ether per se yeah, <laughs> yeah and uh you know i mean that's where i would say right now one of the things i gotta keep in mind and i always tell myself is it's just important to you know try to fucking make what you love that way even if years go by nobody's playing or whatever you just you love that shit that's you know what i mean yeah, and, you, and it don't matter. Like you'll play that shit live every time you play live because you you love it that much. That's the kind of shit you need. You definitely. Know? And and speaking of that, do do you um do you like a lot of your your older songs or and or oh do you yeah, produce? oh yeah. Do you do you like sure. a lot of your music? Yeah, for me the the funny thing is um I'll always find something to hate in it, but uh they always especially for being somebody with a bad memory. I like to look at songs like time capsules, right? So like I straight up love the experience of when I make a song I love making, I remember all the parts that went into it, every idea, why I'm picking this key, why I sampled this sample, why it took me two days to name it cruelty and concrete to go with the sample I used with the damn <laughs> philosophy behind the sample, which no one's ever going to know, you know what yeah. I mean? But I do. And so you know those that's yeah uh if a song is even gets released by me because i have hundreds of unreleased finished unfinished tunes if i like finish and put it out it's i love it okay at least to a certain extent because i'm pretty picky i don't put i would say i put out like maybe fucking five percent of what i make hey i mean but at least you finish it exactly whatever that's, i put out that shit's pretty much done and like that's why i tell people they'd be like well when are you gonna have that song done and i'll be like well when it's got a release that's the deadline if you don't have a release i can go back in the project file right now yeah I'll, I'll, yeah the way to look at it is quality over quantity exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing too like i was uh, speaking with uh devin on the uh last podcast um about how like um America kind of has a little bit lower standard in, in music, you know, versus like overseas. We, oh, we wow. Can, yeah. Cause we can, can get shows like almost that. immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you, you know, you can make, start making music within a week or a month and you're right. already starting to play shows or possibly have releases and stuff like that versus, you know, over in the UK, it's, it's a little bit higher standard because there's so many people doing it so good that, you know, you actually right. got to work for that shit. <laughs> oh yeah oh 100 it's different i would i would agree um and then i would say that there's like people who are even there's like the niche of people who are just like 10 percent of every country you know what i mean and that's where i feel like i fall in with my love for like the deconstructed shit and just mm -hmm. the weird shit you know um yeah i mean you're just gonna have those people everywhere it's just gonna always be the smaller crowd too it's sadly i've, I've always thought that the more ahead of the curve you are without a following already, it's kind of just going to like pass you because it, it takes, you know, popularity for a lot of people to really take notice and you can even make some really good stuff that's ahead of its time, but it, it takes the right person to share it for, 
let's say the the normies or the bigger crowd to get into it because yeah, you know that's exactly. it needs to be shared by because i would say in america i mean look at how we use the word influencers like that's a thing now i'm like nah man they're just youtubers bro like <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's, but, it's crazy but like... it came down to a point where actually these are young kids are consuming content from these people and they are influenced by them you know what i mean Whereas I look to, yeah, which is where I look to needle drop to like once in a while roast an album. Uh, Some people look to that shit to like find good music every day. You know what I mean? It's crazy, but it's true. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, some like I I grew up in the early 90s where like we didn't, I mean, my first experience with easy access to music was LimeWire. And so you still had to search. You still had to know what the hell is going on. You know, you there's nothing was handed, and you had Soldier Boy at the time. Everything was Soldier Boy. <laughs> you yeah, remember we, we had everything then. We had <laughs> little flip was in every was on everything. You know, we, yeah. You download some LimeWire, you might get a a, a message virus? instead of a song. <laughs> yeah, or or virus. There's, there's a big right. chance of that one. <laughs> Oh my god. So I don't know. It's just funny. You had to really search to find shit. Like I remember finding uh you had to be dedicated trip hop early on. And I was like, oh, this is crazy, you know, like finding weird remixes of shit, just crazy shit, you know. And I feel like now people just look to people to to kind of tell them what's up, which is it's sad, but it's the way it is with making sense. There's a lot of people in this world, so yeah, it makes and, sense. And back to what you were saying about, you know people who um you know work on music a little bit longer uh yep um you know then and it doesn't have an actual following yet it does kind of it plays a little bit too because what you're saying with uh, you know normal listeners and whatnot they're not really listening for all that technical stuff and in, in, in advance that's why like glitch hop and, and stuff isn't as popular as it honestly should be but it's it's more of like the people who make music that appreciate it more because they know how technical it, it actually absolutely, is. Absolutely, absolutely. So, shit, I think, hell, if we're going to talk about it, I would say if we wanted, we could say it's the lack of, like, in our education system, just the lack of respect for music and not having classes for it, you know, like. Definitely. It's like we don't have, music is not brought up in our education. For instance, I'm right now, going through a serious jazz phase or you know that's really what i've been listening to at work i just throw on art blakey for eight hours and shit (laughs) (laughs) like that's seriously where i'm at nowadays and it's just crazy because i'm like i was just thinking the other day like what if i would have heard these songs when i was a kid instead of metal like i could have just as easily been into jazz because these drummers are ripping harder than shit you know what i mean yeah and they're playing scales or not scales but uh time signatures that put my head up <laughs> and i'm like oh man you know so respect to that shit and it's just not taught you know i don't think we teach that shit and like yeah it's one of the first gotta, things to go when they you know start to take the budget yep, away exactly so. exactly and i mean i Shit, man! I the only reason I stopped playing violin as a kid was because the first bill came to rent that shit. My mom was like, "So, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, instruments but, are not cheap. That's for sure." Um, so yeah, man. Uh, I would say maybe, maybe in the UK or maybe across the pond, they're doing a little bit better at music appreciation in the schools because I feel like that's where it starts. Because without my like hunger to find music myself, I couldn't imagine ever finding shit 
Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. So um. So we're getting a little. You know, we're getting low on time here. It was. All right. Yeah. Is there uh anything that you know you would want other people to know about you that they don't already know? Oh man, you know, if you want to know something about me you don't already know, you can come meet me uh, at a show at the Black Box, and feel free to ask anything. Any, uh, uh, I, I definitely look like I'm doing that. What's up? Can, any links to where people can you know hear your music at? Yeah, man, you can hit up the SoundCloud, which is just you know the SoundCloud.com slash EtherBeats, E T H E R B E E T Z, and uh, you can find all the dubstep there. And uh, basically, if you want to hear the weird stuff, you can go check out Ulmo, and that is SoundCloud slash U-L-M-O 2099, represent for the comic book nerds if you get it. <laughs> is, yeah, it is, yeah. is it for Spider-Man? Yeah, baby. <laughs> I've always loved that shit. And Hulk 2099, I'm a huge nerd for all that shit. But, and, but before we go, though, speaking of that, uh, did you see that the uh, twenty ninety nine is going to be in the um, Spider Verse two? No, nah, but I'm stoked, bro. I, I actually I gotta go watch the newest Spider Man. Yeah, they actually showed the- it in the trailer that uh, twenty ninety nine is going to be in the animated one. Oh hell yeah, dude! That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Well, good shit, man. Well, fucking hey, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you coming you, to talk with me. For sure, for sure. Well, we'll catch up soon. As soon as I get that PS5, you know, we'll be chatting it up every day. (laughs) Yeah, awesome, brother. Well, you have a great rest of your day, man. Take it easy, man. Later.